everybody. Hello. Welcome to How Are You Fixed? Woo! That's not too sad. <laughs> so guys, we said, me and Isabel, that we were going to let you in on our little Tuesday chinwags. Put the microphone in front of us and let invite you into our lives. And click play and see what happens. See what happens. Two 25-year-old gals navigating life. Through everything. <laughs> the now. thick and thin. So my name is Erin Ryan. I am currently a part-time drama teacher, part-time stay-at-home daughter, part-time farmer. Full-time charmer. <laughs> <laughs> and Isabel, what's going on in your life lately? You've well, got exciting news. I do, lads. I'm 25 and <laughs> tomorrow, officially, I'm moving to Galway City. <laughs> To pursue, pursue my career in the food industry. Amazing. So How are you feeling, Isabel? I'm really excited, Erin. I'm just ready to get stuck in. Yeah. Cannot wait. Change of scenery. Change of scenery. And you've been living in tip like myself. I have, back home on the home turf. It's wow. been great. Yeah. It has. It sent me back to my roots, you know, and <laughs> and getting the chats with Dad every evening and stuff like that. It's great. Great to be home. Excellent. But so, happy to leave it. Galway listeners... Get in touch with Get in Isabel. touch. Any tips on nice foodie places, coffee spots, you let me know. Thanks. Excellent. <laughs> so the reason we decided to call it the How Are You Fixed podcast is because one of the things me and Isabel absolutely love and adore and one of the main reasons we really bond is over our love of the older Irish generation. And particularly how they speak. Yeah. Compared to our generation, isn't that right? Yeah, and we want to try as best we can and hopefully through this podcast let those Irishisms that people say stay alive and bring them back into our everyday language. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that people, because like, I feel like even when we were interviewing people asking them what Irishisms were, a lot of people didn't know what they were. So we said that's our aim. So every week we're going to pick an Irishism, tell you what it is, and hopefully, maybe you could the challenge of the week could be try and use it in your everyday yeah, life. Use it in your everyday life, and you know, for example, lads, even the likes of saying, you know, how are you today? Like, there's so many other ways that the generation behind us would say that, you know. Yeah. And it would be like, you know, how she couldn't, you know. Or well, what way are ya? Or how's the form? Or how are we keeping? They throw in the we instead of you. We We as a collective. And this is why we wanted to name our podcast. You ready, lads? Oh, Oh, how are you fixed? (laughs) Because it's a great saying. It's a great saying. And we decided that every week our topic is going to be how are you fixed for... Dot, dot, dot. dot. It's all a mystery. It's all a mystery. It's all built up. You've no idea what's coming. (laughs) No, you don't. But we decided as next week is Valentine's Day, it'll be this week as you're listening to it. So February 14th, we decided our first podcast ever would be called How Are You Fixed for Love? Love is a thing that's very rare. You've been in love? Oh yes, true love. True love? True love. It's very rare. Mm -hmm. Very, very rare. And two people have to be 100% and no lies. Everything is truthful and nothing, nothing to be, and there's no, there's nothing to be hiding, hide, if you hide anything, no matter what it is, it's going to get you sooner or later. And one thing, a kiss every day. No, there's no Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is every day. 
Oh, lads, love, don't get me started. How are you fixed for love at the moment, Isabel? Jeez, I'm not even fixed. On the, I, I, barely, I barely love myself right now, Erin, that's a fact. So we can get through that within the next week. Oh. How are you fixed, Erin? Um, I'm actually really fixed for love at the Go moment. On. Now, I will let you in on my personal life through this podcast. I have decided... I'm going to be an open book. Be open. So I have recently started a new relationship with a lovely boy from County Kerry. Great Would Kerry recommend man. the Kerry men <laughs> in all departments. <laughs> and he drives a van. A man with a van. I repeat, a man with a van. And not in a dodgy way, lads. In a good way. In a good way. And lads, it's actually, I'm telling you, don't diss a man if he has a van. <laughs> <laughs> It's great crack. I'm like, I don't even know. I'm like, you know, when you see those hidden cameras in um, vehicles and they're up and they're really <laughs> yeah, high and they're drinking the coffee. They're, they're almost waddling in the van and the, the, the arm is out the window, you know. So I've been having a great romance down in Kerry. I would say if you want my love status, I would say we are in an official relationship and everything yeah. and I'm currently falling. She's falling. She's yeah. not. She's not. She. She hasn't fell just yet. Yeah. She's falling. I'll tell you when that day occurs. It's love is scary. Really giving yourself to somebody is kind. Like you know, it it does scare me a little bit. And even in a relationship, because mm. you're kind of cutting yourself off to all the other available men out there. You are. <laughs> you are. You and are. It's okay, guys, in case you're like quite a horrible girlfriend. I have had this discussion with Shane. With Shane, if he's listening. <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing. People almost fear relationships because they think that, okay, because I'm in a new relationship, maybe I can't go out as often as I would. Yeah. Or I can't say certain things. But it, that's not always the case. Like, people sometimes lock themselves to their relationship and they kind of become one person. Where, you know, just because you're in a relationship with someone doesn't mean you're not still yourself. Do you understand? Yes. Yeah. Do you know what? I feel like people get totally wrapped up and they become one person instead of just two individuals yeah. in a relationship. And I know for me, like the next relationship I have, <laughs> if I have one, that I want the person that I'm with to have different hobbies and different interests than me because I think it keeps it exciting and it makes it makes me learn things that maybe I don't know about certain hobbies. Yeah, you know? and as you say that, for example, before I was really anti-golf. Mm. Like, I'm not, I'm not, not I was really anti-golf. There's no Tiger Woods here, lads. <laughs> but I was never into it. But yesterday, I was down in Ballybunion, and Shane is really into golf. Mm. They're mad golfers down there. So we went for a walk on the beach, and Shane was like, sure, I'll bring one of the clubs with me, and a few balls. Well, lads, don't knock it till you try it. I was <laughs> swinging those balls like no one's business. She I was, was driving. I was. I was absolutely going for it. And so it just goes to show, like, open yourselves up to these yes. new hobbies and, um, you know, and be interested in what the other person's interested in. Because you might like that example. Yeah. I had no interest in golf before. But obviously I'm going to get into it because he's into it mm. and I'll support him through it. Mm. Yeah, you'll support him <laughs> through this all. Through this phase. <laughs> but no, so that's kind of where I am with love at the moment. Um, but all I'll say is, look, it's very exciting. And it's, I'm, I've worked really hard on myself over the last few years. Mm. So I feel like I'm going into this, not trying to gain anything f mm. from it. Mm. So I'm, 
not trying to I'm not with him to for him to provide me with happiness I'm in it because he's just an adult it, yeah and it was lovely you were there the night we met Isabel I was in Dingle. it was a beautiful starry night and it was lovely and as I say look who knows what the future holds so I take each day as it comes and I enjoy it for what it is yeah and and going with the flow said that <laughs> Oh man, okay. You're better off going with the flow. Go with the flow. Um, and so, guys, as we're on the subject of Valentine's Day, I said I'd give you a little bit of the history student is coming out in me. It's coming out, the A1 history student's coming out now. Folks. Exactly, yeah. The 1 1 in college. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so now, Valentine, St. Valentine. There's Who's actually he? a lot of myths about St. Valentine. I'm going to let you know today. But one story that I think most people are probably familiar with and the most kind of exciting one is, so Valentine was from Rome, third century we're talking. Third century. And he was a priest and a doctor. So, you know, he was healing a lot of people from like war wounds on the side, saying a bit of mass. Now, at the time, the emperor banned all soldiers in Rome um from marriage said it was too much of a distraction didn't want any of that soldiers are there to get the business done but sneaky little valentine was marrying the soldiers in secret (gasps) yeah so healer by day Marriage officiant by night. <laughs> Marriage official by night. <laughs> Took a minute. So this was going good. Yeah. And everybody was happy. The wives were glad. The yeah. soldiers were happy. Up. Until the emperor found out. And threw Valentine in jail. No. Yeah. So Valentine is in jail and they he had a, a guard, you know, like a, a cell guard basically, mm. um, that they called the jailer. And the jailers had a daughter and she was blind. So he was kind of against the Catholic Church, the jailer. So he was kind of teasing Valentine saying, oh, well, if you're all high and mighty in your church and you're able to do what you say you do, I want you to heal my daughter by praying. So he brought in the daughter, Valentine, through the gates of the cell, put his two hands over her eyes, said a prayer. Boom. She opened her eyes, could see. So that comes the first saying, love at first sight. Wow. Valentine, and I think, I believe her name is Julia, but that could be myth, let's see. Annie Julia's out there. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) They saw each other and were like, wow, I want you, basically. I want you. I want all of you. The good, the bad. (laughs) So, unfortunately, so the jailer let Valentine out. But Emperor found out and threw the two of them back in, the jailer and Valentine. So poor Julia is distraught. Distraught. She's glad she needs a fag now. So then he sentenced the two of them to death. So Valentine from his cell writes a card to Julia and signs it off at the bottom from your Valentine. And then from then on, that's where the tradition came from. People used to write even secret notes to people. They didn't want their name exposed. And they just used to write, from your Valentine. Wow. But really fun fact. When I was doing my research on Valentine, turns out he's also 
a patron saint of beekeepers. So I want to know, are there any beekeepers who are like unbelievably lucky in love? Because boom, your saint has got the two of ye covered. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, so I want to ask you, have you ever got a little love letter signed off from your Valentine? Well, I have gotten love letters, but never on Valentine's Day. My previous relationship never celebrated Valentine's Day. Didn't want to know about it. Okay. So I just didn't really engage with the whole thing of Valentine's Day. But I have received love letters. I have. I think think when people can, can construct something about how they feel about you in writing, I just think it's amazing. I just that's my love language. Yeah. And I like when people write letters to me. I just think it's I think it's beautiful. And it means they put in effort, they sat down, they thought about what they're saying. They did. And it wasn't just an action, it was a thought and they put yeah. it on the paper and it's just more genuine. Yeah. It just is, you know? Um I have received a few love letters in my time. Now, I have a really good friend Lean. Lean, if you're listening, shout off shout out to you. But I would say when I was about 14 or 15, I forced Liam to send me a Valentine's Day card. <laughs> you forced him? So I texted him, I was like, send me a Valentine's Day card. So then he went to the shop, <laughs> bought the Valentine's Day card, and fair play to him, he sent it in the post to me. And I'll never forget it. Do you still have it? Yeah. In my memory box. <laughs> in the memory box? Yeah. Well, Jeez, that's you better such not show shame that now. Yeah. But other than that, I've never... I've gotten two from, like, my friends that are females. Mm. But I've never... They, <laughs> fingers crossed this year. This year now you get something. But that also brought me back to the time when I was in primary school. And you know in primary school there's a bit of love going on in the classroom. Someone paid me 10 euro to go out with them. <laughs> No way. Yeah, now I'm not going to name these for the purpose of the pod. <laughs> but, and like, I'm not, like, I wasn't like this, like, overly popular gal in school. But a boy came up to me and said, I'll give you 10 euro if you be my girlfriend. I took the 10 euro, went home, was thrilled. My mom was like, where Because obviously, you know, when you're like 11, yeah, money 10 euro like, is the biggest thing ever. It's like you've won the lottery. <laughs> and like, my mom is like, Liam, where'd you get the tenner? I'm like, oh, sure, he gave it to me <laughs> to, go out, to go out with him. She's like, well, are you going to go out with him? I'm like, no. I'll just keep the tenor. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, in, when I was in primary school, there was a guy older than me. Oh, hey, then. And he was about two years older than me in primary school. And I fancied him so much. So much. But he used to always get flowers and put them on my desk. Oh, I'd come nice. in from lunchtime, like we'd all be outside playing and I'd come in and there'd be a little flower on my book, on oh, my table. And it was the cutest thing ever. And when you're that age, you're so naive and you're just so like, you're, everything that excites you about oh, love. everything. And then some days you're like, I like him. And other days you're like, no, I don't like him. And the thought of kissing someone, it, 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 you just can't wrap your head around it. It's like, it's rotten. You just, you're oh. just so squeamish about the idea. Yeah. You or you know, know if you go into the bushes and then if so, if people like kiss, all the screams. Yeah, all the screams, <laughs> yeah. yeah they do. And there'd be like, it'd be like a bloody something kind of going on. It'd be like, the two of you be in the middle, there'd just be a circle of people around you looking at you and they'd all 
I would just be there waiting for to see the two tongues touching and be going off like a washing machine. Oh God! Or you know, or, or oh, I used to be petrified. Or the term like if getting topped. I oh had yeah. No idea what that meant, and now I'm laughing looking back. The language we use. Yeah, see, language. it all comes back to language. We're telling you. Language. That's <laughs> it. All about the language. Oh, but man. it's funny actually. I'm. Um, I was doing a bit of research about celebrities oh, and nice. some of their like outrageous gifts that they've gotten each other for Valentine's and there was a really interesting one with Machine Gun Kelly so if all of, if any of you don't know Machine Gun Kelly is obviously married to Megan Fox and actually recently there was a bit of speculation if they were still together if he was cheating yeah, I was wondering are they or what I think they still okay. are actually um, but basically for Valentine's Day a few years ago uh um, what's her name? Megan Fox got Machine Gun Kelly a little pendant with a drop of her blood inside it, and he he started to wear it around his neck. Isn't oh, that crazy! God. Like talk about very gothic vampire kind of vibes. So a drop of her blood, he'd be wearing around her neck, and he got her. He got she got him that for Valentine's Day. Oh, she got yeah, it. She for got him. it for him. Wow, she was a neck. confident lady. Yes, yeah, she was. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> he was a bit of my blood. Yeah, boy. he was a bit of my blood. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah, crazy stuff. And then also, remember the days of Katy Perry and Russell Brandt? Oh, man. they were married for yeah. like three years. That was a crazy, like, that crazy, was crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. And didn't he like divorce her before she was going on stage? Oh, one of yeah. Her concerts, like, outrageous. Oh, yeah, and there's that video and she's bawling, crying. And then as the stage lifts, she just smiles. <laughs> she just smiles. It's, Smiles and away. She's like, I think. <laughs> well, for Valentine's Day one year, she bought um, Russell a $400,000 Bentley that was actually owned by the drummer of, you know, the band The Who, Keith Moon. How random oh is that? Oh my God. But that's just outrageous. Like $400 million. Or not $400,000. <laughs> dollars on a car like it's outrageous okay that's insane like i just think a lot of these people have more money than sense you know way just, more and i'm actually surprised i didn't think katie Perry even had that much no <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know it's been shot now back in that day i didn't oh. know you know tgi friday but <laughs> that much money that was actually that was one of my best i got that album for my birthday present Stop. one year off a girl and uh, you know we asked the teacher <laughs> the teacher could i brought it into school as a can we play this while we're doing art oh, oh, and you know what you're like, like music in school. But, yeah, but you know one of the songs is like oh well, let's see a peacock <laughs> and back then we didn't have a notion what it no, was no it's like you make me feel like i'm losing my virginity and all of us in the class you're like fifth class like yeah i can't <laughs> Fifth class there painted a daffodil like <laughs> But no, I agree. I I wouldn't thought I thought she was no. one on the upper on I know. the upper scale. And as well with David Beckham in two thousand and six spending eight million on a ruby and diamond necklace uh, for Victoria. Stop. Eight million. Like I was honestly my jaw dropped from There's no that. need. There is no need. It's just it is really elaborate. It's too elaborate. Yeah, what's your feeling on gifts for Valentine's Day? Gifts oh, for Valentine's I'm, Day. I'm anti gift. I'm no I, I I no like I'm talking now when I say gift people buying girls buying their boyfriends these new fancy runners or trainers or clone or like soccer shoes like yeah, boots yeah. that costs hundreds 
I think keep it simple, lads. Keep it to a simple no, letter. But, but it's all commercial. It's all a money racking now. It's, it's all advertising and restaurants are doing it. You know, you have special offers for chocolates, even candles, get personalised candles. I agree. It's similar to Christmas. The meaning is gone of yes. what it actually is all about. And I think people just think if they buy chocolates or buy clothes that, oh, that's it, ticked off the list, job done, mm. where there's no thought behind it yeah and, you know and i think me and erin especially we're very thoughtful gals yeah and we like those little things not the big elaborate displays of affection we like to things kept simple yeah and just say how you feel and that's the way it is and that's it or even like you might think oh my man or whatever might not appreciate if i do something i think they genuinely do they just are never given like affectionate like love letters for example mm. and someone could automatically assume oh he's not into that yeah when he actually might really prefer that mm. then well i think valentine's day is actually a great day to kind of um test your relationship in terms of yeah. going that extra mile or doing things out of your comfort zone that you wouldn't normally do yeah so i think writing a letter you should just do it and also it is crazy like when you look at Valentine's cards, number one, the amount of paper wasted. Yes. And secondly, 85% of those cards are bought by men, not yeah. women, in Ireland. And about and 10 days later, off the mantelpiece, used to sweep up the dirt yeah. and straight into the bin. And straight into the bin, yeah. Whereas a letter, you'll have that for life. And they're going to keep it. You're not going to put that in the bin. No, you wouldn't put that in the bin. Now, I will say... I like a little flower. Even, you yeah. know, nowadays you can buy a single red rose. I was going to say, what's I don't your favourite flower? Uh, I love every type of flower. Mm. I'm really, I don't, I'm not fussy with flowers. I think there's something romantic about roses on Valentine's Day, but maybe am I just feeding into the whole Hallmark holiday there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I need, on that mark, you know that movie Valentine's Day? Oh, yes, with that, all of the actors, actors. Yeah, all, yeah, all the famous yeah. cast. That shows how crazy Valentine's Day has gotten mm. the size of the bouquets yeah like the the amount that the flower shops probably make on valentine's day it's just crazy now flowers are lovely just a small little bunch maybe a small box of chocolate you know every day should be valentine's day in relationship that's what i think <laughs> yeah it's valentine's day oh, i'm all for it just and yeah. Uh, yeah it brings out the best in people should yeah. not every day not be valentine's day well, sometimes uh, you need to have darkness to appreciate light, so uh, Valentine is light. And best present you ever received on Valentine's Day? Um, best present? Love. Nice. And pre best present you've ever given? Love. Are you a Prosecco or Champagne man? Champagne. A night in a dear manner or a night in a tent? Tent. Favourite type of chocolate? Butlers. Favourite love song? Forever young. Manor or a tent? Oh, the tent. Flowers or chocolates for... Flowers. Yeah, I'm going to grow them myself. Okay, what's your favourite chocolate? Oh, the dairy milk. Are you expecting a gift this year? Are you fixed for love? Yeah, I'm dating and doting now, to be honest, so it's all good. Valentine's Day, uh, I do love the I love the idea of Valentine's Day itself, but I I think now over day oh, nowadays it's way overdone and it's so much marketing and we sh it should be Valentine's Day every day of the year. Lovely. Um, a night in a dear manner or a night in a tent. Oh, a night in a tent any day. <laughs> Flowers, give me roses, boys. I will always love you. Are you 
fixed for love? I'm fixed very well, Erin. <laughs> Have you any Valentine's Day plans? Not for the day itself, but for the day after. He's busy on the farm that day, so yeah. Farm and, the farm, and, farm comes first. We're going for dinner in Mikey Ryan's on the 15th. But Are you champagne or Prosecco? Champagne. Manor or the tent? Oh, the manor. <laughs> chocolates or flowers? Flowers. Oh, what type? Oh, roses. Oh, because your name is Rose. Rose. <laughs> what does Valentine's Day mean to you? Uh, it's nice to um, just dwell on love, yeah, and think of love for one day of the year. Okay. And best present you ever got? I'd say it's much the same, flowers or chocolates. I usually get and do you no. think the woman should give the man a gift? Not really, no. I think it's nice to have a bit of chivalry and the man give to the woman. The woman is given all year. Favourite romantic comedy movie? Romantic? Oh, I love Notting Hill. Favourite love song? Uh, the Monkeys. I thought love was only true in fairy tales. Um, the manor or her tent? Oh, the manor. But I think there is there is some relationships that aren't that affectionate and there are some relationships that don't that aren't as loving as others. So for example, if you're a woman and your your boyfriend, you know, doesn't really buy you presents, you know, he doesn't really tell you that he loves you every day, he never he doesn't compliment you all the time, yeah. you might get really excited when Valentine's Valentine's Day comes around because maybe on that one day he'll just buy you a bunch of flowers and that's it. Yeah, and then that'll keep, and then you're like, oh, he and does love me. And it'll, yeah, it'll keep you happy, but that's all wrong. Yeah. That, that, that kind of man is wrong, you know? And But there's a lot of men like that that come Valentine's Day, they just hear, feck it, I'll buy her the flowers on that yeah. day. And that, that's wrong. In my opinion. No, I am I, completely in agree. If you're not going to do it every day, don't bother doing yeah, it at all. Yeah, don't bother doing it on the 14th. Don't. Go now, on. another question I have for you, Isabella. Isabella? Isabella. Isabella. <laughs> is, there may be some people that are really lonely at this time. Me. Now you're, no. <laughs> <laughs> Me? Oh, no, I'm not, I'm but you're a woman, we'll say, about town. You know the hot spots. You've yes. lived in Dublin. Yeah. You're moving to Galway. Yeah. You, you, you go out in a lot of places. Like yeah. we go out in Dingle and Kerry a lot. Yeah, we do. So I want you, well, I'll give my own recommendations <laughs> myself. The first will be Druid Biog. That's it, Biog. Druid Biog and Dingle lads, I'm telling ya. Shout out. But where would you recommend if there's lonely guys and gals, and they want to meet a man? They want to meet a man. A man, even if it's a for a bang. Even <laughs> for a bang. A man, a man for a bang. But or for whatever. I'm not where about that life your... now. Twenty twenty four. Where would be your suggestion? Good places that you think women can okay. find good quality good, men. A good decent stock. Okay. Well, if you're thinking about Dublin, I where I like to go and find a good man. And especially a man that likes the bit of music. I love the cobblestone. Okay. The cobblestone is Beautiful. a pub that I can go into on a Sunday evening yeah. and have a lovely pint of plain and sit on that bar. And within five minutes, I am chatting to somebody. Man, woman, whatever. Then give me an hour later and the pints are flowing and there's lots of musicians in there. You Then I tend to gravitate towards men in there. But I find that's a really good spot to meet people. And to go alone. Yeah, that, I was single. just going to ask you that. Would you be confident walking in there by yourself? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Even if, if you're a bit nervous, bring in a book, bring in a journal. 
just you know to kind of help you out if, if, if you're if you're not confident just to go into the place with a pint in your hand and be looking around but i'm telling you it's a great place to meet um men particularly men not from dublin i'm sorry lads i have to say it don't kill me now but if you want a, a good decent man who knows a bit of history about ireland yeah we're looking for the country folk yeah the country folk i i had a dabble now with those those dublin men and just very god i sound very like um racist or something towards people from dublin no but it's your true feelings but it's just they i can't connect with them they don't they don't get the crack there yeah you don't want someone who's going to get the shakes when we go out of wi-fi or service (laughs) yeah you don't people like sorry is you wi-fi keep the wi-fi here sorry yeah you want people that that hold conversations yeah and no good no few stories but anyways long-winded answer the cobblestone where do you think would be a good place to meet um a lover oh god the morgue have you ever been there, Lord? I was there. Yeah. It's said now, it's said. This one Verna said now. Yeah. Kind of the few desperados. You're looking at two of them. (laughs) Now, what about you? Do you know what? I'm gonna plug my own home. Jim of the Mills. Jim. I cannot actually say to you, Isabel, how many couples have met at the mill. My auntie and uncle met at the mill, two lovely kids. Then my, there's been several people from Upper Church, where I'm from, all met at the mill. There was even a proposal at the mill. Yeah. Actually, I remember that we saw a proposal, lads, down for, oh, down in Dingle before now, Christmas. This is the definition of not what to do. So I'll just give yeah, a comparison. Yeah, we'll fill you in the minute, So guys. mill proposal was, they had met at the mill. They were, so they so the guy said, Can I, you know, can I go to the mill on a Friday when we weren't open? Mm. Private proposal, Private. nice candles, really nice, yeah. That is thumbs up for a proposal. Yeah. Then you've the other extreme where we're in the courthouse in Dingle, great pub, by great the way. Great pub, great point. <laughs> Shout out to Shout Aaron. Out Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> um and we were this just This was there. like something out of a film, lads. Yeah. We were at the... Caught, my sister was playing in a band, the, uh, like a tribute band. The place was packed. Couldn't get in or out. <laughs> so what's the... Couldn't... Couldn't swing a cat. Couldn't swing a cat. All like sardines in there. <laughs> so all of a sudden... <laughs> all of a sudden, on the microphone... This guy starts talking. Pops, pops up out, out of nowhere. This lad, and he's not, he's not an Irish lad either. He's a lad, he is, he looks as American as they come, but he yeah. pops up in the middle of the stage. In the middle of the stage, everyone goes dead silent. Ruining the whole, the whole show. Yeah, so everyone is like, oh, this guy. And he's like, I want to sing a song and start talking about like Irish generations. And then goes, I was wondering, would um this girl sing a song with me? And blah, blah, and then... Fast forward to what happened, Isabel. He said, the name of the song is... Will You Marry Me? And we were and all I like... And I was like, no, this is a joke. But it took... I actually thought for a split second the song was Will You Marry Me? <laughs> yeah. And she was... There was tears. There was tears. There was drama. There was the kids. There was the cousins. <laughs> there was the uncles. There was the, the all-American loud, you name it there. Yeah. But the worst thing about it was... 
So the pub is packed. Everyone came to this to see the gig. The gig is just beginning. So straight after they get engaged, they just go back to their seats and sit down yeah. and no more limelight. No. The limelight is now on the band that's performing. Yeah. And I was just thinking, if I got engaged and had to sit in a corner afterwards, I would be like a bull in a china shop. I would shop. be fuming. I'd, I'd be like, go away, do that again tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, the limelight was gone. It was totally gone. It was. So, man, if you're thinking about doing that lately, don't. Don't. Also, I would love to know, and please, lads, write into us, does anyone know a woman who's ever said no? Really would like to get to, like, hear those women out. Oh, God. Or I feel like a lot of women say yes in the moment, and then before the wedding, they go. Yeah. Or else like, they might get married. But better to go before the wedding. Better to go before the wedding. It saves it saves you the hassle. It does. Yeah. Um, but look, that happens too, you know. We're all human. You can have doubts, you know. Yeah, I know. And, and look, you know, sometimes you could might be like, wow, this is it. But then you could get like a like a Julia Roberts moment for me, pray love and be like, there's more to life yeah. than this guy. Than this guy right here. <laughs> but love is, like, like, sorry, we could talk all day about love. We could talk love. all day about love. But love is brilliant. Isabel, I do have a quick fire round for you though. Go on. To finish off our love segment of the day. Right. If someone was buying you a box of chocolates for Valentine's Day, what flavour are we going for? What brand? Milk tray. The same, <laughs> same as Shane. No way. Yeah, he's yeah like, I love a milk tray. Okay. Yeah, I do. I don't like those black magic. They're rubbish. Don't <laughs> like those things. <laughs> Favourite rom-com? Oh, uh, Meet Me in St. Louis. Fab. Best place you've ever been where you met a man? Um, Best place where I've met a man. Oh, I was actually in Denmark. Fab. Favourite Valentine's Day colour? Red or pink? Red. Fab. Are we doing Galentine's Day? No, I'm not, lads. I couldn't be arsed with that rubbish. Yeah. Sorry. Like, just, no. Valentine's Day for me now as a single lady, I'll be lighting candles, I'll be watching my series, I'll be in my bed, cup of tea, and maybe an electric toy. We'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's my Valentine's Day. Actually, no, we'll go for a bottle of red wine. Is that? Jeez, lads, yeah. like, I don't need to ask any more questions. That's it <laughs> Okay. What a great joke. Teddy, teddy bear saying I love you, yay or nay? Nay. Champagne or Prosecco? Champagne. Really? Yes. Get okay. that moet. Obviously. <laughs> and a dear manner or a night in a tent with your lover? A night in a tent. Woo! Uh, yeah. You go off the tent. Times <laughs> day, yay or nay? Ah, yay. Yay? Yeah, it's fun when you're in a relationship. What level are you in for gifts? No, nah, like, I'd want to give... My significant other, do you know what I mean? Okay. Like, it's nice. But you don't, you don't I wouldn't be asked if I got one, no. Okay, perfect Valentine's Day gift someone could get you. Oi. Nice home-cooked meal or something, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, something yeah, awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I say, I'm against Valentine's, to be honest. Okay. I don't, I saw, I, the, the exhausting amount of dates that there are that I have to fucking placate a woman yeah. drives me fucking oh, nuts. Yes. Birthdays, anniversaries, <laughs> fucking Valentine's Day. Oh, it's a special time that we were in here. It's like, man, fuck off. You can waste your life giving a woman roses when really what she wants is strength. Excellent, Isabel, love that. Yeah, I love that now, lads. Yeah, but look, I'm, I'm taking handy now. I want to just move into Galway now, so I have to, you know, yeah. pay the field there a bit. So we'll get <laughs> weekly updates on that guy. We sound like we're pure bad for men. 
Yeah, what we always we are. are. No harm. No harm. No harm. And it's no great harm. to explore. It's great to explore, <laughs> but also, you know, you got to you gotta just keep it chill as well. You know, yeah. you don't want to put all your, your fingers in one cream, one pie, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I know exactly yeah. what you mean. Oh, <laughs> so that's it, lads. Be easy, honest, lads, now. Because I'm our first yeah, one. That was, guys, it was stressful. Recording yeah. a podcast is stressful. Also, we have to apologise. We probably, maybe I will when I'm editing. We're in our, put our in a stress. We're in Isabel's bedroom. And to be fair, it's a lovely setup. But we only have one microphone at the moment because the other one hasn't arrived yet. So the sound quality might be great, but we're going to improve on it, we're guys. Going to, every week we'll get better. It's all about improving. And look, we made the first step of putting ourselves yeah, out there. And that's all it, that as is. I can tell you the stress of trying to do a podcast. Because, well, no, it is stressful. It is. It's because not easy. We, we're naturally just talkers, but we get nervous when a microphone comes mm-hmm. in front of us. So we're going to banish that out of us. We now. are. So wipe it out of our system. Yeah. And we've lots of exciting things going on in our lives over the next few weeks. We do. So we're excited to fill you in on all of those things. If you want to get in contact with us, we'd love to hear your love stories. Yes. Worst Valentine's Day. If you know anyone who said no, please let please us know. Please let us know. And then if you uh, know a brilliant place where we can meet some guys, well, the rest of you. Yeah, of course, lovely to meet men. Yeah. And more the merrier. <laughs> Lads, look, thanks a million. Um, and thanks for tuning in to yeah. How Are You Fixed?